Jumbo Victor, if there ever was a good news story, this certainly is. Nigeria could become Africa's biggest oil refinery by 2025. For some, uh, it's a a, a good news story, and luckily for us, this is number one by a a global consulting firm, energy consulting firm uh, called Hawitia, but it's also something we have been talking about, at least you and I talking about it. The reason is simple. The, the Dangote refinery that we keep discussing and, and all the other energy projects that are happening in that country will be part of that. 2025, it could have been already by 2022 if we hadn't had the disruptions of COVID and, of course, the delays that come with setting up what would be Southern Hemispheres, if not Africa's largest refinery of its kind by Africa's richest man in, in Nigeria. And, and that's why, even with the problem that Africa is facing, Elvis, it's projects like this that are game-changing by people who are pioneers that should keep us hopeful and, if as much as possible, copy or emulate in other African countries. And then Angola's mining potential attracts multinationals. This is, as you know, the week of the mining in Daba Elvis, which started uh, the weekend or even last week with other side shows. But at the mining in Daba, the minister of Angola uh, confirming what we, we've always talked about, João Lorenzo, President João Lorenzo, now in his second term, because of the governance and tough measures that he implemented when he took over after the late Josette Eduardo dos Santos, nearly 59 years of rule, he, he has now started sending the right signals to the world investment uh, investment community. And that's what they were saying. And that's the point of the mining in Daba, by the way. You come here, you meet everybody who's anybody in the mining in Daba, the investors, the miners themselves, the suppliers of the mining industry. So it's these kinds of things that are saying to them, because we know that there is a government in Angola, there's a rule of law, it's not just one family dynasty dominating everything, there is a chance that we could return. Remember, it's a huge diamond producer, Angola, apart from just being the oil producer that it is. It is also a tourist destination, and it is an agricultural economy very well located in the southwestern parts of Africa. And tell us about the private power company Globlag that has chosen Toyota to construct a 35-megawatt project in Nakura. Nakuru, it's, it's part of, of, it's one of the counties of Kenya, Elvis. The, the, you might know the company called Nakumat, just aside from what we're discussing. Nakumat, was a, it was a retail chain, it was Nakuru Mantras. It's a, it's a, it's a district, it's a county in, in, in Kenya. But the beauty of the story, especially in South Africa, is that it's a 35 megawatt plant. It's, a, it's over $100 million of investment that is going into Kenya, and it's not the first one. Kenya has been building these plants, geothermal plant. Geothermal plant is, is a form of clean energy because it harnesses the heat that gets trapped under the earth's surface and it channels it to produce steam that will turn the turbine to generate electricity. And when we see how 
frustrated we are here with coal-fired power stations and the supply of poor quality, we should be thinking about this because geothermal is clean, it uses what's already in the surface, and most of all, it's off-grid solutions. That's what Kenya has been doing. It has built two geothermal plants of three. It has built one huge wind farm in Lake Tokana area with the Lake Town area with the help of a South African company called General Partners, Harris General Partners. So it is the way to go. Go off-grid, go small and go clean.